Welcome to the UFTA Podcast. Hosted by Emily O'Connor and Jordan Rudolph. The UFTA Podcast brings you a surprisingly fresh take on everyday topics in health, fitness, and everything in between. We want to open the door to explore new information and new solutions in a way that's easy for you to understand and apply to your own life. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Season 2, Episode 11 of the UFTA Podcast. I am Jordan Rudolph, and once again, and as always, joined by Coach Extraordinaire, Coach Emily O'Connor, and we are fresh off of Thanksgiving. We are. We Emily, are. How was your Thanksgiving? It was good. It was relaxing. It was just Brock and I um, for Thanksgiving Day, so we made I made all the things. Um, and it was fun. We'll have leftovers for weeks and weeks. People don't um, talk about Thanksgiving 2, 3, 4, and 5. Yeah. six because of the leftovers. Yeah. They I picked up They don't up think a, about that. They just think about the first day. Right. I picked up a 13-pound turkey, and I was like, okay, it was the smallest one I could find. And I picked it up, and it felt heavy. I think it was more than 13 pounds. Their scale was probably not calibrated because we have quite a bit of meat left over. Um, and then we have his family's Thanksgiving uh, actually later today at the time nice. of recording this. So we'll, we'll go out in there. How was yours? Uh, good. Relaxing as probably can be. I mean, yeah. it's just the travel, right? Everything's got to happen in one day, so it's back and forth, and everything's always squeezed together. So yeah. the second Thanksgiving, we're always a little bit less uh, ourselves because we're full from the first one, and then we're trying to eat from the second one, and by then it's just like a lead weight that's just pulling our stomach down and right. kind of falling over the table. So we don't move very much. Right. Like, <laughs> I'm going to stay right here, and yeah, you guys can just come to chill. me. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, but it was good. It was good. good. Um. We are joined today. Uh, we have another special guest. She is a member of Unity Fitness as well. She's been here for just about a year, just over, over a year, just over a year. Yeah, just over a year, uh, her and her husband. Um, and it is Dr. Sue Tobert. And Sue has been, uh, she came with us from, uh, basically Darren, her husband started first. And he's like, hey, you got to come check this out. And she is a, uh, an advocate for health and, and wellness and overall well-being. Um, she's added uh, a routine with us to kind of her routine itself, her, her regular schedule. And we're happy to have her on our show to kind of talk all things her, but also kind of whatever comes out of it in terms of like balance and, 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 and whatnot through there. So Sue, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jordan. Great to be here. Yeah, we're happy yeah. to have you. Thanks. Um, <laughs> this was kind of cool because it's always one that Emily and I kind of, we have like a list of people mm-hmm. that we wanted to have on the show and then I walked in. Not really knowing what we're going to do in the podcast yet. Have an idea. I have ten. Told you we wouldn't know. <laughs> ten. Uh, I have ten slides actually on my phone that I want to uh, probably dive into at some board, point. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, "What do you think about Sue?" I'm like, "Right now, right now." Okay. We're going with the flow. So here yeah. you are. Yeah. Fresh <laughs> off a workout. Fresh off Thanksgiving. Fresh right into off a podcast. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. right into yeah. a podcast. Yeah. Um, let's kind of dive in what what you and M talked about before I walked in. Uh, yeah. As to what we can kind of go and do a little bit more of a deep dive around the show. But first, let's just, like, who are you? Who are you? Sure. Yeah, we'll start with there. Uh, Well, like I told Emily, this is almost like a post-Thanksgiving dinner debrief, isn't it? (laughs) What we'll be chatting about. So, I've got a good story for you when when we get there, too. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. Sounds good. Uh, About me. Mm Hmm. Um, Hmm. So I am a physician at Gunderson. I'm a pediatric cardiologist. I've been in town here for 20 years. Um, My husband and I, we both um, are at that institution. 
And uh, in the past 20 years, we've raised three girls to adulthood. We've had busy careers, and um, all our family's back in Canada. So we've kind of, you know, been out here alone, um, using the community to help us uh, raise our family. And um, now that we're new empty nesters, it's just a great opportunity to kind of be a a little bit more mindful in taking care of ourselves. Mm Mm-hmm. That's where I feel like I'm at right now, actually. Yeah, and and that's pretty, like you said, new empty nesters like that just yeah. happened this semester, if you will. That's uh, right. From school, yeah. from that's from Lily right. going to the U of M. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yep. and 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 new kind of new new territory for yeah. you guys. It is new territory, and you know I didn't know what empty nesting was going to be like. And as we dropped her off at college, we're driving away. I kind of got this, you know, feeling in my gut. I'm kind of sad, and I'm feeling sorry for myself. It's bittersweet. And I said, well, let me just sit with that emotion for a minute. And it kind of sat in my gut and shed a few tears. You know, we're driving home from Minneapolis. And then literally within about 20 seconds, it bundled itself up and it flew out the window. And I felt fabulous. And then I'm like, well, do I need to feel guilty because I'm feeling fabulous as a fresh empty nester? Because, And I'm like, no, actually, let's not go to the guilt right now. And we've been having fun. Love Good. my kids, but we've been having fun. <laughs> Good. I think I've heard a similar... I think Darren was probably more excited. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I heard something similar. Like, he, he yeah. like he's he's a teddy bear, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and he's got the shell, and then, you know, inside he's nice and soft and warm. Um, and I think he was excited, but... Yeah, that, he was excited, but uh, also at the same time, that was a big step for yeah. him, right? Yeah. And we all... All the golf buddies... Kind of yeah. waited That's to kind right. of see, you know, we're, we're here for you, but yeah. <laughs> like, what do you That's need us for? Right? That's right. Are we yeah. being here to party or are we being here for like support? Right. <laughs> like right. we didn't know yet. Yeah. Probably party now. <laughs> Probably party. Yeah. Well, it just makes me think of um, a term I learned years ago, which was uh, the phases in life when psychosocial transitions happen, right? Like when you get married or your babies are born or you become an empty nester or someone passes away, those are just huge transitions in life. And most of the time they're new to us. So how do we even know how to maneuver through these major transitions? Well, it's all an experiment, right? Because we're trying to figure it out as we go through it. And so that's what this was. It was just like, it was the empty nester psychosocial transition that we were experimenting with. And Boy, we got some really good results so far. <laughs> <laughs> so far, yeah, it's gonna keep going that way. Yeah, I mean, we view we view a lot of health and fitness as the same. We talk we talk about the people who um, seem to kind of be. Em will probably help me clarify this a little bit, but it's it's not, they don't get better results, but they seem to kind of get there faster, and they're less stressed over it. Like they they can make changes or adaptations maybe quicker where they kind of view as like their health and fitness almost as an experiment, but there's a, there's like a guideline that they can kind of follow. They're, they're not, they're not like completely secured or stuck yeah. on one, one thing. They're yeah. kind of willing to see, see what else is out there. The, 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 the people who seem to be doing, again, I don't even know if I, I don't want to say they're doing better. I but, think it's just kind of having a smoother transition into yeah. something new when we can be open to the idea of, hey, this is just an experiment. If it doesn't work, I simply know what not to do instead of what to do. Mm -hmm. And that can sometimes kind of make those, like, 
what could be a giant bump and like completely throw you off track. It can just be like, oh, it's just a small hill and we can just kind of like veer around it or go right over it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. everyone kind of gets there, but I think it can be kind of smoother when, like you said, with your life transitions, um, we can kind of look at it as like, oh, we're just trying this new thing. How can we make this work for us? And being open to those opportunities and possibilities. Yeah, smoother is a good word. I like what you're saying. A lot of that is about how we manage expectations of ourselves, right? And, uh, well, goodness, I just I just think about our medical training and what we've been through. A lot of it is very competitive. Um, you got to perform. You want to get that A grade, right? So you get into this mindset of, well, I just, I have to be perfect. And something goes haywire, and then you have set these unrealistic expectations. And there you go, down a rabbit hole of feeling like nothing is good in life. Mm-hmm. And so having realistic expectations of yourself is, like, so helpful. Makes life a lot easier. Heck, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Heck, yeah. And we've, we've seen it both ways <clears throat> in that end, too, right? Where it's, it's sometimes it's, it's, it's even on our end where we, we maybe didn't get the person, we, we didn't give the person, help the person create the, the, the realistic expectations or maybe we didn't ask the right questions or get in enough mm. questions to get them out of their own head of what their expectations would be, right? Mm-hmm. And, 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 and it's easy to do that because that all or none, that, that mindset there, like everything's gotta be perfect, right? That's, that's a very, very, very common mm-hmm. mindset too. Yeah. And it's a, it's a tough one to kind of get out of because everything, everything you get away from now is kind of getting away. Like, and even think about it, thinking about it a little bit too, that mindset is you're searching for constant, almost like uncomfortability to get better, but trying to get away from that mindset is more like uncomfortable than staying with it, mm-hmm. right? There's like that weird piece to that too yeah. for, for a lot of people. Yeah, the ability to be flexible, I guess. Yes. Like not like what you're doing right now, putting your feet behind your head, not that kind of flexibility. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, <laughs> correct. <laughs> I'll move out of that position, guys. Yeah. Um, but yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, it's that smoother, that flexi- that flexibility, yeah. mm-hmm. um, that openness, uh, that willing to kind of. I think that there there's uh, that that kind of comfortable piece too, mm-hmm. to, that willing to kind of step into that uncomfortable zone. Mm-hmm. But we always try to make sure that people know, like, hey, we we've, we've done this with other people before, and we are here with you, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So trying to make sure that they know <clears throat> that they know they have support. Yeah. I think that leads nicely to kind of segue and transition into something that we were talking about a little bit, kind of pre, pre-starting the recording, um, and the concept of balance, right? And I think this kind of transition piece, and you touched on it, finding kind of that balance in your own life as well. So why don't you touch on a little bit, kind of that balance, however balance looks like for you, whether that's work, whether that's life, whether that's including your fitness, kind of... What is, what is that balance that you've been kind of edging towards and moving towards, if you will? Yeah. Um, I think uh, in the community of providers that I work with, one of the phrases that comes up often is about trying to achieve work-life balance. You got long work hours, everybody's working hard. You got a little bit of time with your family at the end of the day. How do you get balanced? And I just always thought that that was a strange term because it was like trying to have, trying to juggle some balls, right? And mm-hmm. if I'm going to try and achieve work life balance, um, 
well, one thing tips or I miss grabbing the ball properly and boy, the whole thing falls apart, right? And there's a quote from uh, graduation uh, or commencement speech from, I, I can't remember the guy's name, but he's a was the Coca-Cola CEO from like, I don't know, 30 years ago. And he talks about having your balls in the air, right? And you you have the the ball of work that you're tossing up in the air, and if you drop it, guess what? It bounces back, okay? But your ball that has all of those things that you love in life, your family, your um, children, just your connections, all those things that are valuable, is a ball made out of glass. And if you drop it, it might crack, it might even shatter. So that's the one that you have to hold tenderly. And so as I kind of think about that, uh, it's not so much that I'm trying to achieve work-life balance. It's like, am I moving toward a space where I want to be in? Am I moving more toward balance? Um, maybe never even getting there, right? But if I, if, I have, if I have a choice in front of me, do I go to my workout or not, right? Mm -hmm. Is my workout going to make me feel a little bit more balanced? Um, give me that little endorphin rush that I want, work out some of the stress, get rid of some of the adrenaline, well then that's the right choice in the moment. Sometimes it's really hard to do, because I would actually rather go home and sit on the couch, but what's helping me move toward balance is a question that I ask myself quite often. And just the fact that you can be aware of that and have that be like a conscious thing, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. That's pretty cool, because a lot of people get too caught up in the emotion of it all or the one thing over the other and they aren't able to take that millisecond back to ask right. that question right and mm -hmm. then they and then they're just caught in a firestorm that that yeah. never-ending cycle well and then you think of all the sabotaging thoughts that we can have oh I missed my workout instead I ate a bag of chips now what now I'm gonna you know I feel lousy etc etc and that whole thing of guilt and everything lays onto it but at any moment we always have choice and I think that's what I love about it we we move way too fast in our days, and we have way too short a bandwidth um, with all that we're doing, and we ought to remember that we always have choice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's a big thing for people to remember on that end, choice, and then like you still have the choice after you made the choice too, mm -hmm. right? There's another choice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's the other right. part of it. They, they, they then you get think... decision fatigue, you know? Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. very quickly. You can, yeah. Willpower, mm -hmm. all the other stuff goes down. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think it's a big thing, and 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 just having like it doesn't have to be that specific question of, um, that's your one thing, if you will, right? That's the 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 uh, does this help with my getting closer to being balanced or not? Yes or no? Mm -hmm. But there's different one things like Emily will have a one thing that's different than my one thing that's different mm -hmm. from somebody else's, and if they can take a moment to just have that uh, awareness, does this take me closer to my goals, or does this help mm -hmm. me? get off of this blood pressure med does this help me mm -hmm. right yeah and sometimes it's okay to say no sometimes it's okay to say yes mm -hmm. and I think when I, I just had this conversation actually not too long ago um, with one of our members um, it's okay to also be wrong mm -hmm. in some of those and being okay with being wrong it's not always about being right and being wrong right. and, and getting that mindset out of your head too mm -hmm. it's it's the experiment part Managing your expectations. Managing the expectations. Yeah. It kind of mm -hmm. comes back to that, like full circle of that That's right. that piece too. I, I always tell people here, they're like, oh, you're right. I'm like, I, I wasn't trying to be right. <laughs> like, yeah. I was just trying to, you know, like right. we were trying to come at it from this point. I'm, I wasn't trying to be right. And, you know, and they're like, all right, you're right. Like, I wasn't trying to be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And and it's making sure that they're, that the expectation piece coming back with that. Like, 
all an experiment, all open, mm-hmm. all flexibility, and and we have a we have a chance to usually go back. Mm-hmm. But it, we can't usually make the big jump back. It's got to be choice by choice. Yeah, yeah. I think one thing that stands out to me, and we touched on it a little bit earlier too, but the ability to not only recognize it, but be willing to get a little bit uncomfortable with those decisions mm-hmm. too. Like knowing that like, is this going to bring in your case me closer to balance might be, if the answer is yes, that might be the more uncomfortable choice. So how do you then approach those situations in like, you know it's uncomfortable, How do, what is your mindset going into or maybe tell the listeners if they're faced with the uncomfortable choice like, What's your move there to step forward and to take action then on that? Yeah. Um, great question, Emily. You know, I think the first thing that came to my mind as you're talking is humans are built to do hard things. I mean, that is just what we do. We do hard things day in and day out. And so making a choice to do something hard sometimes takes what would be called a beginner's mindset, right? Like... I think it's hard to be an expert because we get narrow-minded, but if we're choosing a beginner's mindset, we're open to possibility, we're open to being curious, and we're going to be willing to try, even though it might be a hard thing. But then again, we're built to do hard things, right? So I think that we can sometimes, in the midst of our suffering, because that's the other thing, right? We all suffer. Life is not easy, um, is to really end up saying that... uh, Okay, in this moment, I have a choice. I could do this hard thing. I might have a huge benefit out of it. Or I could just kind of take the easy road out. And I, I think that I don't want to sound like, you know, I'm always positive or anything like that. Because I'm not. I can be a real Debbie Downer. Just ask Darren. <clears throat> but um, choosing yes is another th- kind of one of my things. Is like, uh, hey, yeah, just do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, just briefly, a at the beginning of COVID, I was diagnosed with psoriatic arthritis. And uh, the fatigue and the pain and the discomfort with that was a whole new ball game for me. I was trying to get through being a busy mom and a busy physician, and then this thing hit me. And I, it, it actually, um, now I can say it was a bit of a blessing in disguise because it, po- it caused me to pause and just start being aware and mindful and thinking on things. And um, what I realized is I don't have to go through the day being a human doing. I can actually just be a human being. I can sit and I can manage my pain and I can get my rest that I need. And uh, then, you know, that's what kind of led me to come into unity too, is now I'm ready. If there's any chance that this discomfort can be managed better through nutrition um, through exercise, those need to be part of the big plan along with medication. You just can't go at that with, you know, just the meds alone. And so I had to choose and invite fitness and uh, diet into it, right? And so mm-hmm. I think that's been part of my journey. Um, not easy, but um, but we do hard things. I love it. Yeah. I love it. That was a great, great question, followed by an even better answer. <laughs> yeah. I love that part of, like, humans, like, we were built to do hard things. Yeah. Yeah, we are. That's super cool. Yeah. That's super cool. We, go ahead, Em. 
Oh, I was going to say, it's ironic the book I just ordered is quite literally Do Hard Things. Ah, yeah. uh, Steve <clears throat> Magnus' new book that just came out. So I mean, I've not yet dove into it, but I am excited. We're also reading, I think this is where Jordan was about to go, as a team, uh, we are reading The Comfort Crisis, mm. uh, which is a similar strain of thought in that his philosophy, and I'm not exceptionally far into this book, but his philosophy is it's actually a crisis how much as humans and how much our lives revolve around comfort and finding the next comfortable thing. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the examples he uses is like when we get, you know, a nice soft blanket and then that soft blanket becomes less soft. It's no longer acceptable to use. We have to go get a softer one, <laughs> right? <laughs> so we're always looking for something uncomfortable or more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, so that ability to find the experiment and find almost the fun and the joy of experimenting and being uncomfortable mm-hmm. and the success that could come on the other side of that too. Mm-hmm. So, well, I think it's something I've noticed from from you and Darren too. Uh, just from an example of you guys, kind of know you. You guys seem to be lifelong learners, and you mm-hmm. play, and you're curious. Mm-hmm. And and when you're curious, you'll you'll do some of your own research and some of your own learning, and it presents um, different conversations to have later on with other people with that just because you're not looking at it from like that superficial level like Mm. you kind of know a little bit more of what you want to know and you guys are also the curiosity mindset is one that I try to make sure I'm adopting to and not getting too far into one or the other Um, and I try to have our coaches Emily and I have talked about it at lengths too just with each other uh, when new coaches coming in like being curious and and kind of playing that role Mm. as a coach in here and understanding that but getting back to where I was going to go is, is you guys have all of those things going forward for you, like as a trait, but you guys are also both willing to put in the work. Mm. Like there, there's a portion of that where, where you know that there's going to be a little bit of work that has to be done and you're just going to say yes to it to get it done, to get to that next spot of kind of what you were saying too, of that end goal or yeah, that piece to it. Well, I appreciate what you're saying. I would say it ebbs and flows, you know. There's other times where I don't feel like I want to put in the hard work. I just really want to sit on the couch mm-hmm. and, and, you know, do nothing. Too. Yeah. So finding that balance. Mm-hmm. Um, I think as I'm listening to both you two, the other piece that popped into my head is uh, how do we do self-care, right? So, yep, um, eating healthy and exercising, that's all kind of what the lay public thinks is self-care. I just offer up having self-compassion is also part of self-care. So we do hard things, we sometimes fail. Just be kind to yourself. Uh, just recognize that we're all in this together. Yeah. And pause and take care of yourself. And um, boy, when you're going hyperspeed, uh, busy with all the things that we do, who has the time to just pause and take care of themselves that way? Just, mm-hmm. you know, it sounds kind of woo-woo and a little bit mushy, but... There's many times when I'm in the midst of my biggest stressors during the day, I'll just place my hand over my heart. It's called heart math. Just take a few deep breaths and say, yep, this is actually kind of crappy right now. And the moment will pass and let's move on and, you know, just take that little bit of time. Em, do you remember the, maybe Sue, maybe you remember it. There's like three, like, characteristics of, like, is it is it something psych? There's some sort of psych psychological thing, um, and one of them self compassion, mm-hmm. one of them's uh, common humanity or humanity, um, common. 
Are I you talking about the definition of self-compassion? It might be, yeah. yeah. The three There's components like the three. of that are be kind to yourself, recognize that you're not alone, that there is common humanity, common suffering. And the third is to be mindful about it, which is bring yeah. awareness to it. Think yeah. on these things. Yeah, okay, maybe that's um, what I'm thinking of. Yeah, Kristen Neff is yeah. a okay. psychologist who has written... That's it. <laughs> ...and has started the self-compassion movement. Mm-hmm. That's it. And that's it. Um, has some wonderful, wonderful information out there about self and she's got like a quick like you can look up youtube and she her. did a, a phenomenal mm-hmm. ted talk and i'm yeah. sure we could link in here yeah. that That'd be great. is yeah. awesome i posted it i posted it on yeah. unity a couple times mm-hmm. there's Have a you? there's a couple ted talks and then there's like um they they do like the whiteboard thing where they draw like the pictures with a marker and it tells like a story. Yeah, yeah. There there's a really, there's a really good one out there of yeah. that with with that same yeah. thing when yeah. you start talking like oh who was that again yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, and I'm not big into, like, self-help books or anything like that. I'm going to be really particular about what I'll choose to read because everybody has their six or seven ways to do stuff or their three ways that you can avoid whatever. And um, But uh, I think if you're being choosy about it and it, it's something that, like, really speaks to you, it's, it's going to be safe medicine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good learning. I like that, safe medicine. Yeah. And, I mean... People probably just need to, like you just said, kind of need to find their own path of it. Like, there's a lot of self-help books out mm-hmm. there. It's and, so and, many. And, it's like one of the biggest yeah. industries of books. And it's growing. Mm-hmm. And and it's reaching new audiences. I think before it was like a specific audience, and now it's like there's college kids reading it right. and, and high yeah. school. Like, it's 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 massive. And there's a lot of different... I like to think of it's probably like fitness. There's probably... Mm-hmm. A million ways to get people stronger, right? right? Each right. gym's going to do it the same. Like all gyms should right. help people get stronger. All yeah. all gyms should be able to help people lose some weight, um, but they're all going to do it in a little bit different way. Right. Mm-hmm. It's probably like the self help thing too. Like yeah. it's it's not necessarily unregulated, but it's kind of yeah. This worked for me, so let's make it work for you. Well, it's interesting what you just said. Um, you know, there's a million different ways to skin a cat, right? So what I've really appreciated about Unity is you guys working with me with my arthritis. Um, because in my learning journey, uh, some of these autoimmune conditions will, um, activity will increase inflammation. It's going to increase edema in the tissues. I think I experienced some of that. We sat down, we talked about it. Um, now we're doing more isometric stuff. It has revolutionized how I feel. And boy, nobody's ever thought about that. That's, I think, why I hated exercise. I was probably subclinical in my discomfort for years with exercise in the tendons and the joints. And now I, I like exercise because I, it's a form that I can do for me, which is so specific. So you guys thinking outside the box, I think um, what, I just really admire that. Thank you very much for that. Well, we appreciate it. We, uh, we, I think it comes back to what we first talked about with you being open and willing to like, experiment. hey, can we, can we try this? Yeah. Can we experiment mm-hmm. with this? Like, everything that I've been educated on says that it should work. Yeah. I remember sitting in here with Emily talking about it. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. we think this could work, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we're like, well, we just got to ask Sue. Yeah. Well, and Emily, I mean, then I wanted the literature, so she sends me. Oh all yes, the we went down quite of... the FRC rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. I sent Sue all the research articles. You came to the right two people. That was that's good. Yeah. And, as, as before, I came in here this morning, two hours worth of research this morning. Yeah. The first hour was on gut health and looking up different yeah. studies. Oh, and, there you go. And how that's actually related to autoimmune. So we're reading another book. 
um, <laughs> The Autoimmune Disorder by sure. Amy Myers. Okay. Uh, I've got five books going on right now, which is way too many, but I like it because I can just kind of choose, like, which one do I want to go to today? Mm-hmm. Um, and anyways, uh, she's saying a lot of different stuff in this book. And I'm like, well, I'm going to mark this page, mark this page. And I'm like, I'm just going to open these tabs up and start going. <laughs> and, and all the computers open, and now I've got this tab saved with, like, six tabs underneath it. It's all on research and gut health. And I'm like, okay, that's brain's a little bit overloaded. Let's go to this new, and of course, it's a new strength training thing of mm. long-term periodization for how to do specialized stuff for strength and hypertrophy. I'll show you it someday mm. soon. And then wow. I'm starting to go down that. I'm like, here we go again. <laughs> you know, so now I've got these two tabs, and then Mandy gets up, and I'm listening to it. I'm like, I just need to shut this down. Like I'm, like this is a good morning so far. But that was this morning. I probably looked up 20, 25 more research articles and. The sad thing is the strength ones I've probably read before. I just mm-hmm. wasn't looking at it from the lens I am now. Uh, yeah. So I'm just now I'm curious if like I think I've read this before, but I don't save enough of them to know that part. Mm-hmm. So I just I want to clarify with you, Jordan. You know, you you're talking about the gut health and mm-hmm. the intestinal microbiome and all of that. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking you went down a poop rabbit hole today. Uh <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah, 100%. And it's not the first time. <laughs> you think it'd get a little messy at the end. I'd stop doing that. But it's like, how many more times can I read about the same thing and end up in the same place, right? That's right. But here we are again. That's Poop rabbit right. holes. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know how far you are in that book, but... um, Not far. As in, <sighs> haven't started it yet. Yeah. Yeah. I don't do as well with many books. I need to have, like, one. I maybe yeah, two. I don't either. Otherwise, I... I, need, I can have a fiction and a non-fiction, but once we get into multiple non-fiction learning mm-hmm. books, it's just, I feel like I don't digest them as well, so I do better with, like, <laughs> no pun intended. here is my... <laughs> <laughs> That's good catch. I, I would have totally missed that. <laughs> <laughs> that was no pun intended. I didn't... <laughs> Maybe just a sign. We just don't start the digestion book quite yet, but uh, but yes, I still have it, so not quite far. That's a good one. That's good. That was good. Just walked right into that. Yeah. I really did. I didn't even see it coming. I'm just wondering if I would have listened to this like two days from now and then and then caught it. Then like, right. oh, that would have been such a good one. Me and, oh, the, yeah. me and the editing, like, hey, from editing Emily. Yeah. <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah. No. I'm I, and typically I'm, I roll with Emily, like learn, trying to learn one thing at a time. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if it's the way my brain's working right now. Yeah. <laughs> just let it be kind of in five different areas and just let it kind of go and just know how to mm-hmm. pick up each one. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah. Kind of drawing it back, um, wrapping kind of as we come to a conclusion here, kind mm-hmm. of wrapping it up in your kind of quest for balance, if you will, in your in your journey and discovering balance. What is there any few pieces of advice or one piece of advice you can give our listeners to say in terms of finding whatever that thing might be for you, whether it is balance, whether it is something else, what advice do you have for kind of the listeners of this in their quest of balance or otherwise? I think a lot of what we spoke about today was being willing to experiment, be curious, not be too hard on ourselves. And out of all of that, um, and just in working with people every day, um, I think we just need to be kinder to ourselves, right? Uh, and to each other. Like, mm-hmm. let's hold the judgment. Yep, you know, we'll just, none of us are perfect. And um, find some time to pause. Just be with you. And... Yeah, that would be it. 
Let's Love be that. kinder to ourselves. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Love I think it. it's the simplest thing, but sometimes one of the most challenging things right? mm-hmm. in terms of that. And why make it harder? Because mm-hmm. it easily could be. Right. Why make it harder? Just yeah. be Keep kinder. Keep it easy. Yeah. And, and pause. That's right. Like just... Have you ever noticed that? That not only do humans do hard things, but they like to complicate the crap out of stuff. Quickly. What? Yeah. What's up with that? Very quickly. <laughs> Unnecessarily as well. <laughs> yeah. Like, whoa, like how did we get here to here? And why are we doing that? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's Definitely. uh that's an that's probably a whole another topic to go down of, <laughs> of and curious, right? Now I'm now my mind's peaking uh, is being peaked by that that part of it. Like now I'm curious to it's like why do we do that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, there's a moment there. <laughs> I don't know if it provides reassurance or we want to try and categorize and make everything into a recipe or an algorithm um, for comfort. I, I think I observe some of that, like in the rules and regulations just in healthcare. Mm-hmm. More rules, more regulations, more SOPs, more plan, algorithm, answer, you know, that sort of thing. I think for some people it provides comfort, but what, what would it look like to just kind of go with the flow mm-hmm. in the rest of your life? Mm-hmm. Yep, some things you have to have rules for. But... I like that too. It's an interesting pondering question. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Another good answer too. <laughs> Another good answer. Yeah. Um, I think I appreciate a lot, again, as we're kind of going through this, as, as the different avenues that you've been down to, to learn about different things. And, like, you've sent me articles that you're reading based on some conversation that we had on the floor or something that I would send out in an email. Like, hey, check this out. This was just in, I think the last one was about, uh, it was a blog, a blog post from a... Uh, yeah. Um, from coach, I think. Yes, from another coach. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. But I just I appreciate that stuff too. And again, different conversations that we have, and and I like it. And I feel like when Darren and I are out on the golf course, it's the same thing. Like we're having different conversations than I have with other people, and I and I appreciate those. Like I like them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and he understands uh, a lot of the stuff that's like kind of going on behind the scenes of, of of the science behind it, but also like the newness to it too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, through a lot of things. Um, and we appreciate that about you guys and about you. Yeah. It, it makes it, it makes it interesting and fun in yeah. a good way. Well, thanks. I, I, yeah, I think it's, it's okay to challenge ourselves to have transformational conversations. I mean, we can sit and talk superficial all day long, but what would a transformational conversation look like? Mm-hmm. A little bit deeper in the surf, surface, you know? Mm-hmm. How are we connecting on a different topic, that sort of thing? Yeah, and the connections at those levels happen at higher levels, I guess you can say. Mm-hmm. Stronger. Stronger, yeah. yeah. Just yeah. a little bit deeper of a connection. as Yeah. Well, so, you know, I'm just going to throw a challenge out mm-hmm. to, Love it. to, you know, the audience and yeah. to yourselves. It's just, I would encourage you to try having a transformational conversation in the next week or maybe one a day. What does it look like? What do you, what's your takeaway there? What connection, right? Humans are wired for connection. Mm-hmm. How are you walking away feeling filled up because of a transformational conversation? Hopefully there's, and even just take the ideas from this episode now, mm-hmm. like listening to that, for, for everybody listening, just take some of the stuff that Sue just mentioned and, and have that conversation. Um, and sometimes you might need to find um, a, maybe different people to have the conversation with, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. New friends? No, just kidding on that part. But uh, just different people to have those different connections and, and, and do that. And then they'll, they'll, you'll be kind of pulled back into those at times, too. 
with with similar topics. It's almost like one of those things. I think I think it's where you don't see a friend of you know or talk to somebody for a long time, and you can almost pick it right mm-hmm. back up where you left mm-hmm. off. And there's probably some sort of deep wired mm-hmm. you know thing that that's there from a connection that we can kind of do back, and and we probably had some sort of transformative uh, transformative conversation mm-hmm. in that in that time with that person at some point. Right. Yeah, I think that's a great example. Yeah. Cool. I love it. I love it too. I don't think I have anything else. Do you have any other questions? I don't think so. Because um, we don't, we, we can't really say, like, where do they, where do they find you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just like, where do people find Sue? <laughs> That's usually how we wrap up. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, we don't is need it? to find you. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, we don't need the to. The last guest, yeah. 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 We don't need to. I'll be, I'll be sitting on my couch quietly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Taking a moment. Trying to, you know, I, sometimes I actually think it would be fun to be a monk. Real quiet, not a lot of talking, some good listening, a little Gregorian chant. <laughs> I'll be sitting at home being we were, we were sitting at my 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 parents' house yesterday. We stayed the night and before we left to go do our things, we, we sat there, me and I were having a cup of coffee on the counter, dogs were downstairs in a kennel, they were they were just just eating and then we were trying to everybody's kinda of moving in and out. There people were on hunting, mom's going to work, like Stuff is happening all over. Like, let's just keep them in there so we don't have to worry about them running outside or doing something. And Mandy's like, wow, this is really peaceful. Like, everybody left, and it was just her and I at the counter. And she's like, this is really peaceful. And I'm like, why do you think that is? And she goes, well, it's not Losey Boulevard. We live on Losey. I'm like, keep going. And she goes, I guess it's because the three dogs are probably not at our feet all the time. I'm like, so, like, take that into consideration. I'm not saying I don't want to move from this. I want to move off of Losey, but... I will have the dogs. Like, I want the dogs. But enjoy those times when you are, like, able to to have the peace and the quiet and, and the pause. Yeah, definitely. It's a big, big peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, cool. Awesome. Uh, well, thank you so much for doing this. And obviously you and Em have talk, talked about it a few minutes before I walked in, but uh, to doing it on the fly, too, and, and having, uh, hopefully, yeah, these uh, uh, bigger conversations that people can kind of go off of. Uh, there's some really good stuff that we got out of you uh, on here, mm-hmm. too, that hopefully will help a lot of people. It should. Yeah. Well, it was saying. real spontaneous, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, it was. It was. Speaking of going with the flow. Yeah, there we Spontaneous go. for me, too, because yeah. I had these ten slides to, like, I, go over with them. And she... I normally don't pull this on Jordan. He normally pulls it on me. So oh, it's a nice flip of the table. Woo! Yeah. So when you were like, well, we don't have to, I was like, oh, no, we're going to do it. What do you do for the podcast? I'm like, well, I have. She goes, well, Sue wants to do it. Like, right now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Rock and roll. Yeah. So and here we are. Thank there you. There was for... a ton of fun. Thanks yeah. for yeah. having me. Yeah. Thank Likewise, you for being on. It, Sue. Uh, everybody else, thank you so much for listening and and make sure you have those transformative conversations, uh, and make sure you don't forget to like us, rate us, review us, whatever it is, and share us. Uh, you being a fan of the show, um, without doing anything for the show, is awesome. But it could be a little more awesome if you help us. You know, review, like, love, share, yeah. all the things. Share it with someone else maybe that you would like to have a transformative conversation with just gonna say on that. one of these topics. Yeah, yeah, because so. it should be able to dive right into it. We almost set it up for, it, for that at the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so thank you, everybody, so much. We'll see you back next week for episode 12, uh, season 2, episode 12, with Coach Emily and I. We're going to have a couple episodes up in the future. Um, again, we don't know how long we're going to go with season 2. We're just 
keeping going. Yeah, yeah, we keep it going. So we'll see if we have a couple more. We're going to have some where we take kind of a deep dive into both of us uh, and kind of like the histories of Emily and the histories of Jordan to, to uh, kind of dive into more of that too. Thought it would be fun for the listeners to do that since we do it with everybody else, but we've never done it with each other. Right, right. Yeah. So. Awesome. All right, guys. Uh, thank you so much. We'll see you next week. All right. Bye, everybody.